Hello, hello, beautiful people. We're back. Scott Sports Network. My name's Scott. Here for Scott Scoop number three. Today is Wednesday, January 6th, and we're here to look back at the night of sports that was and the night to come. So somehow it just flipped, slipped my mind that the Heisman ceremony was last night. Um, that's probably something I should have included on uh, yesterday's show, but I digress. Devonta Smith won the Heisman Trophy, and Smith is one of the most prolific receivers, uh, college receivers of all time, and um, put up one of the greatest wide receiving years of all time. Statistically, he had 105 catches, uh, 1600 over 1600 yards, and 21 scores, um, which is kind of insane like that's an amazing amazing year um and the weapons and the talent on that Alabama team are just frightening as all get out um it's something that I think is going to affect uh Mac Jones's stock um when it comes draft time because it's going to be difficult to um surround him with better athletes once you get to the NFL um and it's something that's going to affect the national title game because for as explosive as um, Ohio State's offense looked against Clemson in the Sugar Bowl, um, if Jalen Waddle comes back, as it's reported he might, to add him to Devontae Smith um, and John Michi and the plethora of other talent on that side of the ball, not to mention Najee Harris, who has been just a machine this year, it's going to be interesting to see um, how well Ohio State can truly compete. Um, but I wanted to look back at the last five years of the Heisman and rank um, just each year, and which I thought was most impressive and just who had the best year. So undoubtedly, um, the best one of the five is Joe Burrow. Um, last year, he had 65 total touchdowns, um, led his team to the national championship. Like, it was... Just something that that might have been the greatest college football year from a quarterback that we've ever seen. Um, the second one is Lamar Jackson's year. He had 21 rushing touchdowns and 30 passing touchdowns um, during his sophomore year of college, which is just sheer insanity to me. Um, he had an incredible, incredible year. And then um, I put Smiths at three ahead of Kyler Murray at four and Baker Mayfield at five. Um, Murray and Baker had similar years, but Murray had, um, a lot more running, um, stats and piled up a lot more, um, acumen there. So I, as I see it, it's Joe Burrow one, Labar two, Smith three, uh, Kyler four and Baker five. Um, I'd be surprised if Devontae Smith fell out of the top 15 ish range and could see him going top 10. Um, cause he's just truly an incredible receiver and it's going to be him and Jamar chase at the top of the draft to see, um, they're kind of a one, a one B for me right now. I don't see any, either one with an edge. Um, and that says something about Jamar chase too, considering that he didn't play this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that falls come April. Anyways, we did have some NBA games last night, as I mentioned yesterday, um, Kyrie Irving is unbelievable. He's a magician. He's a poet. He is. I love watching that man play basketball. He might, be, he's one of my top like three players to watch play basketball. And, um, 
he's just a magician. He is so fun to watch. He started off um, yesterday, uh, yesterday's game against Utah, who's like a really good defense. And he scored 18 points in the first quarter, going 7 of 7 from the field and 4 of 4 from 3. Um, he did this last year a few times too, where he just has these hyper-efficient um, stretches where he just he just goes unconscious and it's so fun to watch. Um, I could watch the Nets play all day, especially when KD gets back, um, through that COVID complication. But, um, yeah, I just love watching Kyrie Irving play basketball and they destroyed the jazz last night. Um, it was fun to watch LeBron close out the game against Memphis yesterday as well. Um, he got his jumper going in the fourth quarter and, uh, really just closed out the game. As I said, it's fun to watch um, the Spurs as well. They have a lot of young guards. Um, it sounds weird to, to say that it's fun to watch a Popovich coach Spurs team after all these years. But, I mean, between DeJounte Murray and Keldon Johnson and Lonnie Walker and their pick this year, Devin Vassell, um, they all had, they're getting, like, decently good minutes. And I love the youth movement there. And that's not even to mention the guy that I'm highest on out of those and Derek, Derek White, um, who's been out. Uh, battling an injury to start the year. Um, but Patty Mills also had a great game, um, shooting 8 of 12 from 3. They're just, they're a fun team to watch, and they play, like, good, smart basketball under Pop. It's a good, good, fun experience, I guess. Uh, the Bulls are quietly 4-4 four and four, um, after that just kind of angry start to the season, or the start to the season that got a lot of fans angry. Uh, they beat the Trailblazers last night, so that's a good victory for them. And then Jokic had another monster night in their victory last night. Um, I want to give an update on the Eagles situation, on what happened on Sunday Night Football. So Jason Kelsey, the Eagles center, who came out with an impassioned rant, um, I think it was week 10-ish, um, about like why teams compete and why tanking is bad and like what it means to these players to be out there every day. Um, so he came out today and released a lengthy statement, just kind of disputing the claims that there was any sort of confrontation. Um, but then Miles Sanders came out and Miles Sanders didn't play. He hasn't played for a while, uh, due to an injury. And he disputed Kelsey's dispute of the claim and said that it made sense. And, uh, didn't make sense to anyone. So, uh, that whole situation in Philadelphia has so much potential. It's just a powder keg waiting to be lit the heck up. And, oh man, between their quarterback situation and their coaching situation and uh, Howie Roseman being just kind of an off-the-wall GM, you don't really know what he's going to do. Um, they have so much blow-up potential and in a city like Philadelphia as well, I, it couldn't get more perfect. I digress. Looking forward, um, there's a slew of NBA games tonight. Um, the ones on ESPN that I'll be watching are Clippers versus Warriors and Celtics versus Heat. I think those are two really good games. Um, the Clippers were pretty hot, but they lost last night to the Spurs. And the Warriors have been pretty hot as well, although it has been against the Kings. Yeah. I couldn't get an episode without lamenting about them. I apologize. Um, but that's going to be a fun fun matchup to watch. And then the Celtics against the Heat. Um, just so many talented players in that matchup. And I love that 
they're just kind of facing each other and testing each other out because these are two teams that have, it feels like they've fought against each other for a while now, even though uh, the Heat were really transformed by Jimmy Butler last year um, and the Celtics players are constantly emerging. But to watch Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler go up against the likes of Bam and Drogic and, um, sorry, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown go up against Butler and Drogic and Bam and Spolstra in general. Spolstra versus Stevens is such a great um, coaching matchup as well. It's going to be a great, um, great game to watch, and hopefully each team brings their A game, competes, and it could have the potential to have um, an early season playoff feel. So that is the show. I will catch you tomorrow. As always, please remember to hype up your friends. Tell your mom you love them. I love you, mom. And enjoy the day because it's going to be a great one. Peace. Thank you.